Welcome everyone. We're about to begin Beth Hashem feedback and insights share number 50. We're going to continue on the subject of what we spoke about in the last feedback, talking to the women to the wives about what they need to know about the inner lives of their husbands and their male children in many cases and what they need to do, what they can do to enhance their shalom bias and to actually build their husbands. And again, for the men listening, uh, if they heard last week's uh, feedback share or this week's feedback share, it's okay to express your inner feelings about the things you've heard and, and remember we're talking on one side here of what the women could do for your for you, for your husband for the husband. But of course, the husbands listening need to know, as we lo- learned in previous Shiorim, the many, many uh, opportunities and gifts and kaiches that they need to work on and engage in and give to their wives in order uh, to have wonderful Shalom Bayis, because of course Shalom Bayis works best when it's a two-way street, and each one of them is doing everything they can. One of the loneliest burdens that a husband very often has is that need to provide for the family. It weighs down on the husband in a tremendous way. But he, in a way, he, he likes it in a certain sense because he needs to have that... Um, uh, feeling of being wanted by the fact that he is important and that he's providing for his family. And of course, when a uh, husband is in Kailal and the wife is supporting and others are supporting, then the husband also has that feeling of needing to feel accomplished and worthy in what they're doing in their, in their learning and in their studies. But for the men who do go out to work, it's a, it's a very uh, um, important need that they have to feel that they are providing. And it makes no difference whether the wife is a home uh, wife or works part-time or even full-time. And even if the wife has a career or is maybe even earning more money right now than the husband is, the husband needs to feel that... Um, you know, um, significance of the fact that he's working and he's providing and the wife needs to be sensitive to that need and express respect and admiration for the fact that he's doing everything he's doing to try to provide for the family. And it makes no difference whether you're making ends meet right now or you're not, whether it's very tight or not tight, whether you're earning a lot of money or less money, the very fact that he's working and working hard to provide is a deep-rooted need and a deep-rooted um, desire to be respected for that, to feel wanted for that, and uh, to feel good about that. And when a wife expresses her appreciation implicitly, explicitly, how he, she appreciates the fact that her husband works so hard to put food on the table, work so hard to do everything they can. It is, it is, it is a big chesed 
that you're doing for them, they feel good when they can provide. Of course, everything is in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that's Mefarnas. Everything is Katsa from Rosh Hashanah, as we know. But, at the same time, Yes, we have to recognize Hashem is the one who gave the person the ability to make a Parnasa. Hashem put into their minds uh, how, to, how to earn a living. Hashem did that. But that doesn't change the fact that a person, when he does that, and he works, and he's appreciated for that by their wife, it means a lot to him. It means a lot to him. And in a, for a man, a wife needs to know this, by the way. He needs, of course, uh, we're going we're to speak about this in later shiurim, that men have a chronic, chronic uh, medical condition. Um, some people call it verbal constipation, mouth constipation constipation of the mouth basically is is that they are not good at expressing themselves emotionally to their wives what they need to talk in love simply i love you i appreciate you they're not good at it and that's there's no excuse they need to learn that but what wives need to understand sometimes is by the by the husband working hard and bringing home a paycheck and saying, here it is, spend this money for this and that and the other thing. It's his way of saying, I love you. My job is to worry about providing for you so that you don't have to. And even if you do, that you shouldn't have the main share of the burden. This is how I'm showing you that I love you. It's sort of like the gifts of service, love language that we discussed in prior shiurim. And... Um, and we talked about the balance. Men need to not work crazy hours, do the best they can, that they try their best not to. But when he has to work those extra hours and he has to travel because the job requires it and he puts in all these hours, the wife needs to understand and appreciate that and realize what he's doing because it is a mysterious nefesh. Now, for some men, sometimes they escape into their work in unhealthy ways, and they have to make sure not to do that. But at the same time, there are many, many men that work very, very hard because simply they have no choice. They have to. They need to provide. And their work is an expression of love. And it also creates a burden because they think they could always fail, which is true. Whether they're an employer, they could fail. The business could go, you know, in the, in the opposite direction. If they're an employee, they could be let go. They could be fired. There's layoffs. There's downturns in business. And it's a, they feel very insecure about that. And when, um, you know, one man said, basically, told this person uh, his business was in a difficult situation and said, I feel like my skin is being peeled off of me. That's how painful it is. Now, you know, we need to develop tools not to let it affect the person. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very stressful um, thing to provide and, you know, to earn and to save some money and to do their best with whatever they can. And the wives, when they show appreciation and give chizik to their husbands for doing that, it's such a tremendous thing. 
And then in Metzeshem and other Shurim, we're going to talk about how when the wives take care, whether they do work outside the home or the way they're taking care of their children, mamash moise nefesh for them, the husband has to do the same. Support her, appreciate her. And um, so basically, that's one point is the Parnasa aspect of it. It's a way of saying I love you. And you could talk between each other, healthy communication, if you feel he's overworking, being a workaholic, or not trying enough, or whatever. That's, there could be communication about that in a healthy way, like anything else in life. But overall, the support and the recognition of that. We touched upon it in the previous year. Going to bring it up again, not in a graphic way, but in a general way, how the physical intimacy can change everything. It could unlock a husband's emotions, and you hold that key. You hold that key. The women hold this key. And it's not just biology. We explained this before. As much as it is true, husbands, males in general, are more visually stimulated, more biologically turned on by visual stimuli. It's normal. That's why the Torah places more restrictions on men than on women, benegea, these things, because it's more biologically normal for the husband to be visually stimulated, to have a physical uh, pull towards uh, sex. So it is a biological need as well. There's no question about it. But it's not like the animal world. Your husband is not a sophisticated animal. Your husband's a human being. And when there's a lack of sex, it's not just that he's missing something physically, biologically. Um, it's an emotional lack there, too. Um, it's an emotional fulfillment. And for women, too. And it fills a powerful emotional need. Men don't like talking about this, and they're probably not going to say it. They're not going to... Most of them, especially if they are B'nai Taira, but even if whether they are or they aren't, they don't like to talk about it on, in emotional terms. And they feel isolated and burdened by that feeling of inadequacy. Sometimes they feel that they're not satisfying you enough or that they, you, they don't feel um, that they're providing in that area enough for you. And... Um, you know, we always talk about the fact that a woman needs to feel wanted and desired and loved and taken care, care of. And that's primarily, it's true. But men also need to feel that. They need to feel wanted. And, um, you know, there's some men, yeah, you know, uh, they, 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 they use sex just as a biological thing. They're, and they get what they need and invite the gagangin. Maybe some men are like that. Very possible. But many, many men are not like that. They, feel, they want that connection. And uh, it's an emotional thing. It's not just a physical thing. It just it, it reflected that way. And um, that's... Um, it, it's very unusual for people to realize this because it's not talked about. But the healthy, active, physical sexual connection does make him feel more loved does make him feel more desired does make him feel respected does make him feel 
a lot less lonely knowing he has his wife with him. And he feels very, very isolated when, it, when it's not there. It's a comfort. It goes very, very deep. And um, of course, he has his responsibilities about that, and we talked about it, and we will talk about it, and we won't neglect talking about it. So he has to do his part to be faithful and to watch his eyes and so on. But if he's doing everything he can, he can be a human being and make mistakes, but he constantly is striving to become better, then the wife needs to know that fulfilling sexual connection does make him feel more loved, more desired, more yearning to become better. And it also gives him confidence. Um, and it's not a, you know, it, it's misconception if you study the secular world and you have these commercials on radio about Viagra and, you know, the way they talk, um, that it's sort of very, very shallow of just it's a physical act. Uh, supposed to be pleasurable and you take this pill, boom, and everything's very superficially um, described and we need to know that that is not even a quarter of the story not even 10% of the story what happens in the bedroom does affect the next day how he learns how he davens how he behaves and um it's a big, very deep wound when the husband senses that the wife is rejecting him. And it goes the other way around too. And this is what we talk to the husbands too. The worst thing that they can do is, 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 is make their wives feel like they are not wanted. And that hurts them terribly. And what they need to do is work with each other. Not the Khalila behave in a way that could Khalila cause one to feel rejected by the other. And sometimes, again, a couple between themselves, even sometimes, there has to be a decision. One of them is not up to it or whatever it is. And, you know, they have to, one of them has to say no, whatever, whatever it is, and they could talk it through. But even a no could be done the right way. It can never be an expression of a rejection other that you're not worthy or you're not fit. You could say, I'm just extremely too tired and I had a rough day, I can't think straight, I need a break from this, whatever it is for t- tonight because I'm not, I'm not myself, fine. But never Khalila in a way that would give the other one the impression that you're rejecting them. And if the relationship between a husband and wife is always sensitive, it's certainly resen- sensitive in this area because if whether it's the wife or the husband but even the husband if he senses that it's a rejection as a real rejection it could really get him into a depressed state and a very down state and um and um it's it's a tremendous um thing to know and uh, we talked about it and we're going to continue to talk about it. And, um, and of course, 
that then has to translate into the rest of the relationship in giving each other compliments in appreciating each other in um, being kind to each other and um, the respect like we talked about in the previous shear and um, it is true that the women need to know that men are more visual they're more tempted sexually in the world there's no question about it although very all men are different and they have to be careful and they need to watch themselves and they cannot um, they have to be responsible but the women need to realize what a difficult Nisayan their husbands are in just like the men need to realize even though they're not women they need to know that the hormonal changes monthly and the nauseousness the nausea, nausea especially in the beginning of pregnancy and all the various changes in hormones and emotions that the woman experiences that the man does not experience and he'll never experience so he's not expected to fully be in his her shoes it's impossible but he needs to be empathetic towards her when she's in those times of the month or in stages in pregnancy where she can't even uh, be in the kitchen to cook anything because any slight smell will, will, will get her nauseous he needs to be compassionate and understand that and it works the other way around too a woman very often will not understand the man's nature and how difficult the Nisayan is of the streets and the sexual stimuli that's in the streets and what he needs to do to just stay sane, to just stay faithful in his mind and his eyes. And it's extremely, extremely difficult in our generation. So I'm telling you all women, I'm speaking on behalf of almost all men. It is really, really rough. It is really, really rough. And they could love you with all their hearts a billion times over. This is still an Isaian, and it'll always be an Isaian in this generation, especially. And they could do the best they can and pass and do great, but it's a struggle. And you could help them a lot with that. You could help them a lot with that. And... Um, and uh, that's what it means when the Gemara says that the wives save their husbands from sin. It means that type of sin. It means sexual sin. Now, the Peshat of that Gemara also, they save them from many, many other things too. By your intuition, by your being the Yaseira, by your understanding, by your wise words. And even, uh, you know, sharp words sometimes, like you see how the wife of Oin ben Pelas saved her husband in various ways she saved her husband she saved her husband by basically putting <laughs> putting him down in a weird way you know you're not a leader either way whether it's Kairach as the head and Moshe as the head you're a nothing now I'm not quoting it exactly the way the Medrash says it there uh, but basically you're not a leader in either case so that's not exactly the most flattering thing to say you know, that you're not a Moshe Rabbeinu and you're not a Kairach. So, so, so with Moshe Rabbeinu as a leader, you're still the, 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 the Oim Ben Pelas and just face the reality. And uh, whether you're with Kairach, uh, you're, you're, you're still the same old Oim Ben Pelas or face reality. So what are you getting mixed up in this stuff for? 
and her take, you know, pulling off her things so that they're here, so they should not stay away from him, and so on. So she did it in an unconventional way, but she actually protected her husband from hate, from sin, from falling into the machlekes of Kairach. And, but, so that is true too when the Gemara says it saves the husband from sin. But it means sexual sin as well. And the women need to be sensitive to that, to understand that. Just like the men need to be sensitive to all the nesyonis that the women go through. And all the emotional turmoil that the hormones could really play games with you, as you know. And the husband needs to understand that. And to develop the nakuda of loving each other, finding those good nakudais. Rab Nachman from Breslov talks about it a lot. And Rab Nassim talks about it a lot. This Tyra called Azamra and other Tyrus of finding the Nakuda Taiva in every single Yid and finding the Nakuda Taiva of every single Neshama um, and in a marriage to find that Nakuda Taiva in your husband and in your wife. That Nakuda, once you find it, you could build on it and you could build on it and you could cause it to grow. And that's what great chinech is also. If you'll read up on many of the stories of how great mechanchim were successful or how they turned, you know, you could have a, a child that was very wild and seemed to have no redeeming qualities and always disruptive. And, and one Rebbe just grabbed onto a particular midah that they had, a nakuda, a point, um, and build up that point. And everyone has that. And husbands need to see it in wives. And wives need to see it in husbands. Now in this year we're talking about the husbands. Talking to the wives about the husbands. The key is in your hand. And it's a tremendous chus. And a tremendous power that you have. It's a responsibility. But it's also empowering. You are empowered. You can make your husband. You could break your husband. And when you look at the Nakudas Taivais, you can build him up and you could help him grow physically, spiritually, emotionally in many ways that are that you probably can't even imagine right now. As you look and you see, you open your eyes, you realize that that could be. And for the husbands that are listening, they need to do their part and become the best husbands they could possibly be. The more they do that, the more support they will get from their wives. And the more they do that, and the more they daven for shalom bias, and their husband davens for shalom bias, and the wife davens for shalom bias, which is very important, you daven Kaddish Baruch Hu. If you don't know what to do, of course, you could ask for advice, listen to shiurim, but you daven Kaddish Baruch Hu, Hashem, please help me. Please help me be the best husband I can be. Please help me be the best wife I can be. And please... If, if it's the wife that's davening now, please show me that nakuda in my husband. Show me what I can do, what I can say, how I can act to build him up and to help him grow and to save him literally because you are saving him. There is no question about it. If you look through the history of marriages and even the ones that were not necessarily always that ideal, that in many situations 
the husbands save their wives in many instances, but in more cases than not, the husbands, the wives saved literally their husbands from wrong decisions, from wrong things. And very often it's not by sharp words, like the wife of Oyn Ben Peles. Sometimes it needs to be, but you have to use your seichel when you do that too. But very often it's with the encouragement, like we spoke about, the encouragement, the respect, finding the nakuda of what to respect, kind words, and um, emotional support, the physical sexual support, and, and, and in every area in life support. And that really, really comes a long way. And when you do that, you feel better, you feel enriched as well. It usually becomes a two-way street. And that's something also to remember, that even if the marriage sometimes could feel lopsided, I'm doing 90% of the work and my spouse is doing 10% of the work and it varies, goes up and down. But the more effort, even if it seems one-sided, eventually it's reciprocated and it becomes one unified whole. And that's what we wish for all couples in Klai Yisrael. And that is the key. You know, we talk about the importance of Ahavas Chinam to counteract the Sinas Chinam. And we need more Ahavas Chinam in the whole world between all communities of Yidin to get along with each other better. But the real, real Nikuda of, of, of Shalom Bayes, that where Shalom Bayes is, that's the Iker place where Sinas Chinam needs to be uprooted. That's the Iker place where Ahavas Chinam needs to be expressed. It starts from there. And from there, it's Nisbashit to the rest of the world. But it starts from there. Every couple, the husband and the wife, it starts there. If you really, really want the base Amidish to re- be rebuilt, and the base Amidish in your heart to be built, the first place to start is to build the heart of your wife, to build the heart of your husband with a Havas Chinam. That's the place to start. Have a wonderful day.